Hello and welcome once again to Refresher, the pop culture therapy podcast. I'm Chris Levine and I'll be your host again this time around. This is part 29 in our series called Psychology on Vinyl, where we try to understand both the subtle and blatant psychology behind and within famous records. Personally, I love it when people break musical barriers. There's times when people do that, and I want to like them so much, but obviously they don't always musically deliver for me. But when they do both, one can rock and be impressed at the same time. Whether it's Stevie Wonder or Bob Marley smashing the racial divide and speaking to an entire world of people, when artists don't let themselves get pigeonholed into a prescribed genre box, great things can happen. That, my friends, is how I feel about the record that we're going to be analyzing today. We are going to be checking out the record Little Queen, which is the third studio album by the band Heart. A phrase I've heard my whole life that I've always thought was basically stupid is the phrase girl band, partially because it's not necessary and partially because when you think of, say, a boy band, what comes into your mind? What I think of, kind of prettier boys, happily singing choreographed songs to hysterical little girls, right? It has its place, but don't you find that oftentimes it's formulaic, and often the songs are kind of the musical equivalent to the toys in the supermarket being put on the lower shelves so the kids can see them and want them? But so-called girl groups and girl bands, with the obvious exception from time to time, in my world, they tend to be way better than that cliche. And it's not just that kids like them. That's great. Kids love the Beatles. But the Beatles had the chops to back up the maniacal love fest. Not, not that long ago, we covered the Hegira album by Joni Mitchell, and I touched on this concept there, too. Joni Mitchell went through all kinds of nonsense being a woman in this business. But the one thing she kind of had going for her is that she was considered a folk artist with jazz capabilities. I think on some level that may have been easier for her than it was for Hart. I could be wrong. I could be dead wrong. This is just my own little reflection on this. See, to me, lady folk artists were kind of a different subject. I, I don't think it necessarily was as horrific of a boys club as the rock world was. I mean, who knows? Maybe Peter and Paul were just total sexist jerks to marry. But I'm not thinking they were. Maybe Ian gave Sylvia the silent treatment for a few weeks because she ate all the granola in the house. <laughs> but the vibe to me on that side of the tracks... It just, I don't know, for me, it looked a little bit more peaceful to my eyes. Heart, though, were groundbreakers. So people either forget or they don't know that they've always been a band of both females and males. There's 
different reasons for that, probably because the Wilson sisters, Anne and Nancy, garnished the most attention, and not always for the best reasons, which is not their fault. Some people probably bought their records because of the prettiness of the siblings, and many, I, I heard this especially with their 80s output, many people had this, oh, come on, you can't rock your girls thing happening. Well, I'm going to jump up on the soapbox for a minute. I'm going to tell you this on record. It's obvious. Now, Hart has mentioned it openly forever that Led Zeppelin were a big influence on them. You can hear it interwoven in some of their own work very easily. But you may want to sit down. As far as I'm concerned, Ann Wilson has the voice Robert Plant always wanted to have but could never quite get there. If you have hate mail, you can send it to blah, blah, blah. No, seriously. Yes, Robert Plant has the front man swagger, and his voice took Zeppelin to heights I don't think they could have achieved without him. No question, not putting him down. But when you listen to Robert Plant, often he's singing a second layer of his voice over his songs. Listen, for example, to the multi-tracking on Immigrant Song. Does Immigrant Song rock? Of course it does. But how many Robert Plants were layered on other Robert Plants to get that ah to sound as perfect as it did? Ann Wilson has all that power in a single voice. She doesn't have to double track. And, and her sister Nancy is no joke either. Nancy blended elements of flamenco and classical guitar styles with hard rock. And she's a great, great guitarist. To me, Hart is as much of a, quote, girl group as, say, Mariah Carey is a speed metal artist. Hart is a really good band, period. At this time, when this was recorded, they were perfect, basically. So now, as I step off my soapbox, why don't we get into this record? Yeah, did you know anybody who actually owns a soapbox? I was born in 1972. I'm thinking that came out, that expression existed before I was alive. I'm sure it's not like the cardboard three-pack of dial boxes <laughs> that this expression refers to. Oh, and just, just by the way, I wasn't even remotely trying to be on any level disrespectful in the slightest to Mariah Carey. In fact, I have always secretly wanted to produce a record for her. I would love that job. And Matt, geez, she and that strong voice need a, a What's Going On or a Lady Soul record in her catalog. A completely non-commercial, just absolutely gorgeous, classic record that won't sell right away, but will bring her the most artistic credibility that she's ever had. Anyway, Mariah Carey, or if any of your people are listening, I'm totally the guy for that job, if you're listening out there. Okay, so, one word, Barracuda. Can you imagine being in the studio with a headset and hearing Ann Wilson lay down that vocal? Goodness gracious. Some, some people kind of feel that this is like, I will survive, sister from another mother, but... It was really a song about the band, especially Ann Wilson being completely angered 
by how the record company was treating the image of the band and exploiting them, especially as women. This is kind of more the sister of another mother to Queen's death on two legs. Can you imagine the stupidity that these women had to put up with being in a rock band at that time? Well, I'm going to try to illustrate it for you with an article that I found in The Guardian, and they were writing specifically about Hart at that time. It said the Wilsons were a rarity in the male-dominated rock world and faced sexism and misogyny. Back then, especially in the 70s, there was no filter on how women were sexualized. They were hypersexualized in order to sell their images. Here's a real example. One music magazine once proposed a photo session featuring Anne and Nancy dolled up in French maid outfits to accompany a profile. That was the offer. It was like, if you do this, then you get to have your cover story. The Wilson sisters declined, and guess what? There was no cover story. All right, you got that firmly in hand, firmly in mind? You're picturing it? Now listen to Barracuda. No right, no wrong. You're selling a song, a name, a whisper game. And if the real thing don't do the trick, you better make up something quick. You're going to burn to the wick. Aren't you, Barracuda? This, my friends, is rock. It's the same anger and toughness as the real me by The Who, for example. But it's also Leslie Gore's You Don't Own Me, only this time it's sung by a warrior with an army behind her, backing her up. The men and women in heart at this time, especially, were just such great musical compliments to one another. This was a band with a really cohesive sound, and I love how this band didn't typecast themselves. Hart's two iconic female members showed on a song like Barracuda that they were strong and not to be messed with. But honestly, I've never viewed them as tough, rough, and tumble people. Do they stand up for themselves? Yes, but my gut tells me they were never looking for trouble. It's just They just dealt with it. They struck a balance between being capable of being hard and soft simultaneously. But when you're under the microscope, it changes everything. You know, maybe I can change, maybe I can think, think of it this way. <coughs> I can't talk today. I'm sorry. If someone is mean to me, I'm not going to like it, but I probably won't resort to machismo displays of tough guy antics. It's not really me. But if my kid was being bullied, maybe I would. See, my overall demeanor is not a tough guy to any extent. But I'm sure I have my limits. To me, that's how I view Barracuda. They were pushed into Barracuda by the bad behavior around them and stepped up to the plate to knock it straight out of the park. Are they necessarily an aggressive pool hall looking for a fight, couple of ladies? Not in my perception. Maybe I'm wrong, but I don't think they are. The thing is, too, being women, if they don't react and they get crushed, they're stereotyped. They're viewed as being helpless. If they fight back, they're stereotyped. Now they're tough chicks. And this is so unfair. A man isn't going to deal with the same thing here. And again, 
all of this why the all of this is why this band is so revolutionary different things simply bring out different things in all of us male or female in other words we're really not that different now the next song shows their softer side to a point because it rocks too i think the next song may be my favorite song in this band's entire catalog over all the decades ever i recently put it on one of our playlists for the show the song is called love alive this is ann wilson feeling loved and surrounded by people on her side this is ann wilson singing just as well and pronounced as she did when she was provoked but now it's pure expression it's not aggression just expression you can't fake this here are some of the words the sky was dark this morning when i raised my head i stood at the window darkness was my bane suddenly a sunbeam arch thrilled me to my weary heart it was the prettiest thing i'd ever seen ever since i was a baby girl i wanted one thing most in this world it was to keep my love keep my love alive same lady that sings barracuda but doesn't have to be aggressive and the acoustic dual guitars of nancy wilson and roger fisher are otherworldly good dream of the archer is another track here now, i've always felt that this song is what would happen if you put the music of jimmy page maybe peter buck and Joni Mitchell into a blender and served it on the rocks. It's pure heart. It's totally heart, but their influences are just under the surface. Uh, the next two songs that we're going to touch upon, again, show that while these ladies are capable of both rocking by face-melting thunderous anthems, they also can rock you to sleep with perfect balladry. Uh, there's the Nancy Wilson song, Treat Me Well, and then the song Cry to Me, Again, I can't stress enough, the same Barracuda vocalist is also capable of this. Poor little dreamer, stand inside the door. You can't find the easy rhymes of time you had before. It hurts my heart so bad seeing you sigh and shake, broken down so low, so sad, I can't let you break. You're lonesome over a stormy ocean, lost in the rain and wind. We can clear these clouds away and feel the sun again. Little Queen as a record is a collection of well-rounded songs by just some really talented people. Put it this way, an actress on the screen may move you and your heart may flutter when she says, I love you and looks at the camera. But that's nothing compared to when a real person looks you in the eyes and says it. That's heart. And they mean it. To conclude, when this band originally formed in 1967 in Seattle, Washington, they called themselves the Army. And while I feel heart is, is by far a better name because it suits them more comprehensively, I could totally see them having gone with the Army, too they didn't just sing and play they had to fight the enemies too and because they did at least to some degree it made the world a more tolerable place though by no means perfect a better place 
later for the Slater Kinney's and the Go-Go's and Hole and Garbage and the Donna's later. They too would all venture into that boys club rock territory, but they had something going for them. In their case, the army, AKA Hart, was there first. They were taking out many of the skeptics and they were paving the roads for them to travel on. We have once again arrived at the time on Refresher when we present you with a Spotify playlist. And for this Psychology on Vinyl series, the subject matter is the playlist. So we have for you this time around a Refresher podcast, Heart Little Queen playlist. You can find it really easily on Spotify. Just type in Refresher podcast Heart Little Queen. Now, I've always, like I mentioned in the past, I was raised listening to things on vinyl. And so I break them down into side one and side two. So let's do it as it originally was intended. The first song is Barracuda, followed by Love Alive. The third song is Sylvan's Song, then Dream of the Archer, and then Kick It Out. Flipping the record over to side two, we have Little Queen, Treat Me Well, Say Hello, Cry to Me, and Go On, Cry. That is our new playlist. Again, you can find this playlist really easily on Spotify. Just type in Refresher Podcast dash Heart Little Queen. We'd like to welcome some new listeners to our show. Our demographic report shows that we now have new listeners in Austin, Texas. We want to say thank you for listening. Welcome to Refresher. Everyone, this show simply would not exist without you. If you could all do me a favor, Please continue to just share this podcast with your friends. If they like music, this is the place for them. If they like pop culture, this is a good place for them. If they need some companionship and they want to learn a little bit about themselves, you know what? It's your call, but you know who your people are. Also, if you'd like to help keep this podcast stay up and running, if you'd like, you can make a small monthly contribution. Just see the support this podcast link under the episode description. Now, listen, if you're inclined, that would be great. But whether you can do that or not in today's economy, please don't worry about it. Just feel free to listen and enjoy anytime. As always, the music that begins and ends this podcast is by the band Dive. The song is called A Day Late, and it was written by none other than Mr. John Villafuerte. But until next time... This is Chris Levine for Refresher, the Pop Culture Therapy Podcast. Everyone, please take care and do yourself a favor and remember that there's a big difference between worry and concern. We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening.